Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? What's going on though? You're in California. Anything new? Nah, man. Same old, same old. I, I want to get right to it because, 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 and, and I and I kind of felt like you know maybe we would talk about this, maybe we wouldn't. Uh, but you know, obviously, it's what's hot. Um, Everyone's sure talking people, about it, so I kind of wanted to stay away from it. But now, some other things. No, I mean, but, but but you know, some some people would still want to hear. Yeah, I know. Our take. Yeah. Um, so fuck it. Let's jump on the Tiger King bandwagon. <laughs> Uh, Joe Exotic. What did you think? Dude, uh, I still don't understand. I just don't understand. I, I, I don't, I don't, I, none of it. I, I don't understand anything from beginning to end. Uh, and I don't know if you've seen some follow-ups, some pictures afterwards, but I, I think the thing that troubles me most is his. he was married. He was a gay man married to two men that were both straight. No, them niggas was gay, dog. <laughs> them niggas was gay. <laughs> okay. But they said they were straight afterwards and the dude has a girlfriend and a baby now. Alright, I'll give a fuck. Them niggas was gay, man. <laughs> Once you walk into the alley, you can't not unwalk into the alley, nigga. They went to Mickey's uh, uh, Mickey's, what you call them shits, them, them, them chaps. They went to the Mickey's with the, with the chaps on, niggas, forever. They members now. Uh, all I was gonna they was, say, they was always gay. You could say I, 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 okay, but maybe they weren't. Maybe they weren't born gay. Maybe meth made them gay. Because it seemed <laughs> whatever. I don't give. Hey, however you get there, plane, train, automobile, nigga, you have arrived at your destination. But I saw the dude in an interview. I think on YouTube, um, the first husband, the one that we apparently there was another husband before this, but the husband that we see, the first one. Uh, with, with, the, with the three teeth. With the three teeth. Looking like Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. He, uh, right. <laughs> he, uh, he got new teeth. He has a full set. Well, okay, well, here's what I heard. I, I, I talked to, to a couple of people who said they, they you know, knew the in-depth workings of the show. And we know with television, so much of that shit is beefed up for entertainment purposes. I don't know why I fell for it. But I really thought that was him singing. You know, as That's the country star. Singing? No, he's lip syncing. He's li- who's singing then? And some some guy who can sing country music. Because when I saw it, I went, "Yo, this motherfucker sounds good." And I was like, "Yo, honestly, I don't even know why if he if he has an infatuation with tigers or, or, or wild animals. All right, go where your heart, where your passion is. Go where your heart beats. But if he really wanted to be a country singer, this dude could be a star. He could sing." But it wasn't him. Okay, he was well, well, anyway, when you first see the, him singing, I just died laughing. I was like, "What is this whole story about?" Because it it felt it felt like I was watching um, a soap opera, like you know, like those those shows for that come on during the day where it, they make it so unbelievable, and the next thing is more unbelievable. Right. I was like, "What the right. fuck am I watching?" 
And, and and not only that though, when you really listen to him sing, that his real voice, yeah, I'm a Tiger King. And what do you do, King? There was too much real man in that singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't that, that twang. It was too much, too much, too much. You know, tongue sucking. That that and that man shit. And I know in love, it didn't match. It was too much suckage. And and when he was talking, it didn't match. Did, did uh okay? So obviously you watched it from the very beginning. Yes, and the guy with the teeth. Yeah, he actually had. I mean, you know, granted, he he had full teeth, but they made him take them out for the show. The guy with no teeth, and I'm talking about. With no teeth, he had teeth, but Netflix made him take the teeth out. Oh, oh, for the interview. Oh, I get it for, for the show. Like it's it just it lends itself to more. Oh my god, look at this nigga! It, it, for shock value, dude. But when you when you tried to watch the first episode, I watched. I, I was like, this is like. I wasn't into it, but then I was. I couldn't turn it off. Like I couldn't not watch the next one. How right. how long did it take you to watch the whole series? Uh, I, I watched the first episode that day, and then I was like. Eh. I could spread this out. But then once I got into it and I saw that there were only so many episodes, I was like, might as well finish the bag of chips, nigga. It's not that big a bag of chips. I watched, um, it, I watched it in two days as well. Did you like it? I hated that I watched it. I, like, I hated watching it, but I couldn't stop watching it, if that makes... Right. But did, when you finished watching it, did you go, I get the hype? I get it because it's so outlandish and you can't believe it's real, but then you know that it's real. But how, how, but I mean, a lot of it he had to be over the top for just because he knew that the cameras are on. People aren't, do you think people can be 100% themselves when they know cameras are on them? No, and that works both ways. I, I think that when, when, when the cameras go on, People, some people that normally would be shy and quiet and reserved, all of a sudden overdo it. But I also think people that tend to be loud, obnoxious, and obvious when the camera's on turn into a deer in headlights. So some people respond to it in a big way, and other people turn into turtles, man. They go in their shells. Well, he responded in a big way. Uh... Oh! <laughs> you think? Uh, I mean... But you know what's so funny to me, like uh, the whole thing, there is nothing about Joe Exotic that was minimal. Do you know what I mean? His outlandishness, I I didn't see him as a tiger trainer. I didn't see him as a gay cowboy. I didn't. I just saw him as this weirdest, this energy that, <laughs> that I can't even describe this dude. Like if you try if you try to describe him in like three or four words, there's no way to describe this guy. Right. He is completely uh it's another world. But then when you add in and what I think really got me into it then was the Carol Baskin lady. Oh, that bitch. Oh. <laughs> Dude, any anybody that does anything to the extreme of cat pants, cat print, cat everything. They say things like perfect. Kill him. Just get hit by a bus. What was it? Oh, Ki- my kitties and my kitties and tigers, or what did you, I, I forgot how she uh, said it? Just so pathetic. It's just <laughs> nothing more sad. Like, like, like just how, and you know what? Look, maybe she had to get found her soulmate and whoever that dude was. But it just like that's just horrible sex. But do you think that she fed her her ex-husband to the... Do you think she killed her ex-husband? Yes. They're yes. supposed to open up this case now based on it. They're opening up the case, reopening up listen, the disappearance of that guy. Listen, I, I, my question was, uh, is this a series that really turns into a series? Or is this was this one and done? Because it, it's, it, he's been convicted. So there's no chance he's getting out, right? Well, you know, you, did you not see the press conference with Donald Trump yesterday? No. Um, one of the reporters asked, uh, one of Trump's sons brought up seeing it and that uh, 
he thinks that Joe Exotic may have been uh, wrongfully convicted and he was going to bring it up to his dad. I don't know if he said it tongue in cheek because he's not there. You know, you just hear it. And then uh, so the reporter asked him, he goes, uh, did you, uh, you know, he said the whole thing. Did you see Joe Exotic? Did you see Tiger King? And Trump goes, no, I've heard about it. But, you know, and then he says, well, one of your sons. And then he goes, so he says this whole thing. And then Trump gets this really. He makes this goofy face that he makes a lot, but it was kind of funny this time because he made the face. And I was kind of mad at the same time because I'm like, this is the coronavirus update, and we're going to turn this into this this thing. But, you know, it like it's Trump. It's good TV. TV's, you know, he's president right. to be on TV. So right. he the guy asked me, he goes, well, it depends on which one of my kids, you know, and I think it was, uh, which is the young, what is it? Is Erica the oldest? And the Don, I, 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 don't, I don't know which of the hills have eyes, boys. <laughs> well, he uh, said, I don't, I, don't, I don't know who's who. He said, well, then Trump goes, I think it was it. And he named the kid and the reporter goes, yeah, it was him. So he knew he goes, yeah, of course it was him. Like Trump already, you know, and he goes, uh, and they talked about it a bit. He goes, so, you know, he's thinking he's, he's trying to ask Trump for a pardon. Cause he's saying he was wrongfully convicted. And then Trump said, jokingly, I felt it was jokingly said, uh, you know, well, I may, you know, maybe I'll look into it, you know, but made a face and everything. And so I don't think there's any chance of it. But the media, of course, said that Trump is looking into parting, parting Joe Exotic. But you know what? For entertainment value, uh, <laughs> maybe they pardon him so they can get uh, another 22 episodes of him. Well, but- I, I, I tell you, I tell you this, it, uh, you know, if somehow, some way they're able to prove that he was wrongly convicted set up, framed, whatever, and he does get out. And then you throw in the, if they do open a case on Carol Baskins, welcome to season two. Yeah, season two. Well, they're, they said they are going to they are gonna do, I think they're going to do a follow-up. What I heard is they're going to do a follow-up with him in, in prison, about him being in prison and the conviction and then him not being there anymore. Uh, but I do know for sure TMZ is doing their own show that's supposed to air this Monday, I think. Either this Monday or next Monday, uh, and it's supposed to be all new footage, and it's uh, it's 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 going to be on uh, I think Fox. Is that right? Yeah, and so they're doing uh, another. It's at least an hour long. Okay, now look, I, I knew that when we got into this, and I, I like premeditated. Uh, I went over and over and over in my head what it was I wanted to do and how I wanted to play this because I said, you know what? Let me start out light. Let me, let me give me appetizer, say what I thought, maybe ask Andy a couple of questions, keep it light. Now I got to go hard. Um, here it comes. Yeah, here it comes. You know, I, I watched the show and, and listen, before, before we get into this, let me just say again, not trying to beat a dead horse. I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast know that you and I, we go racial. And, and I know some people might even say, Jesus Christ, man, you guys make everything racial. Why does everything have to be racial? And let me, let me, let me be specific. I'm talking my white folks. Because again, if, you, if anybody follows my Instagram and knows why I was suspended on Twitter, I go hard, man. And, 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 and you know, white folks, look, let, me, let me say this first. Yes, I'm going to get racial. Because there is a racial component to this. Um, and again, to the white listeners that are loyal, diehard fans, if you've ever listened to this podcast from day one till now, you understand context. You understand everything that's been said. You understand why I say it. You know my stance. So I'm not talking to y'all, nor do I need to, because I know y'all get it. Y'all have been there from the beginning. If someone were to walk into this conversation right now or without listening to the podcast in chronological order, they would go, man, this motherfucker's racist. But anybody that's ever really followed me will go, nah, he's not. You got to understand him. You have to have invested time. That being said, (laughs) white people, I'm not talking to all of y'all, but I'm talking to a lot of y'all. As I say many times in my joke, we know not all white people are racist, but as a race, you guys are known for racism. White people's feelings are fragile. So when I say some of the things I say, 
And then I'm going to say, I know some of y'all going to get upset. It's why black people, we played the dozens coming up. We, man, your mama, we talk shit about each other. So we have, we develop a tough exterior and interior. White people, y'all get talked about as kids. You show up the next day at school dressed like Neo from The Matrix, head to toe in leather with 80 guns under your jacket, and you're ready to kill everybody. So be easy with your feelings, but here we go. Um, I was hard, At one point, I actually started getting mad watching this show towards the end because I have a deep love for animals, man. Like, I have a real love. I'm, I'm enamored by exotic animals. The beauty of a lion, a tiger, uh, giraffes. I love fucking animals. I watch National Geographic all the time. I've been to Africa twice. I've gone on safaris. I don't like going to zoos, even though I go to them, because how else am I going to see a fucking wild animal? But I don't like seeing animals in cages because it reminds me of slavery. Um, the concept of it, you go somewhere, you kidnap an animal from its natural habitat, you separate it from its, from its mother, you raise it, you train it. If you know anything about some of those stories about zoos and SeaWorld and the fucking, the, the, what do you call it, the, the, that killer whale and circuses, some of these animals get beaten, abused, all for the sake of entertainment. You, the kids go to zoos and they gook and they, and they antagonize the animals and make silly faces and noise. And I just, that one thing, that bothers me. But two, because niggas have been treated like that. And two, this fascination white people y'all have with wild animals is insane. From the, from, the, from, the, from the Joe Exotic dude to the one dude who had the compound with the bitches and they all had to sleep with him to, to Carol Baskin. This fascination white people, where it's like, you guys, and, I'm gonna say, and when I say you guys, I'm, I'm going to be saying y'all to you, Andy, even though I know you're not one of them dudes. And this falls in line with, I'm not talking about all white people, but I'm talking about a lot of y'all. I'm not saying all y'all like that, but it's a race. So when you constantly hear me say, Andy, y'all, Andy, y'all, I'm saying y'all, but I don't mean you. Why, you. why you motherfuckers feel the need to dominate? It's about domination. You have to dominate everything. You have to learn about everything. You have to train and control everything. White people as a species... It's like you guys can't not be told no. You can't be denied nothing. You have to control. I, I, I asked this question on Instagram. And I wasn't trying to be funny, but I was trying to be funny, but I wasn't trying to be funny. I said, why is it seriously, black people, that we don't bathe, eat with, sleep with, and lick wild animals in the mouth the way white folks do? What is it? And if you read a lot of the comments, some people were, you know, straight history. Well, because white people were born in the, in the mountains and in the hills of Europe where they didn't practice cleanliness. It was the Moors that introduced them to hygiene and water and soap. And white people are savages and devils. I'm not going that far. But I'm just saying racially. It seems like there's something within the white race where you guys have to fucking dominate. It's a power trip with you guys. And, and, and the thing is, niggas ain't never been like that. We don't feel the need to dominate. We know that everything ain't our business. We don't have to have every question answered. We don't French kiss lions in the mouth. We don't befriend them and hug them and think that just because we name it Steve, it, it somehow suppresses its natural God-given instincts. Do you know what an arrogant thought process that is? And what an arrogant behavior that is? For you to go, yo, I'm going to surpass what God, and if there is a God, and you know I don't want to get into God, but you know how I feel, but let's say there is. Or nature. I'm going, or nature. I'm going to surpass God and nature to say, fuck what you 
have implemented in these animals to do naturally. I'm going to snatch it from its mother. I'm going to raise it, name it, sleep with it, kiss it, hug it, bathe with it, and 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 just raise it and have control over this animal. Why are you taking these animals out of their natural habitat? Why do you why do you think that these animals won't turn on you and maul your fucking face? And obviously, in a lot of cases, they don't. But just to even want to be in that position is insane to me. You know, and, 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 and let me say this one more thing and then I'll give you the floor. Again, I, 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 want, I have to say this and, I, and I'm only saying this because I know there are going to be white people that listen to this and go, he's a racist. You fucking racist. Stereotypes. Not all black men have big dicks. Okay? Uh, there are some black men that are as tiny as thimbles. Uh, I'm hoping I'm not one of them. Uh, but we are known racially as the big dick people. Black men are known as the big dick tribe. Why is that? Because there's truth to it. I think if you did a poll and you said, who got the biggest dicks? Black men, white men, Asian, Latinos, blah, 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 blah. Black men are number one on the chart. Do all black women have fat asses? No. Some of them asses be as flat as iron boards. Do all black women have thick thighs? No. But we know we the big booty, big dick, big lip people. That's who we are. So do all white people feel a need to control and dominate and take over and rule? Of course not. Because there's going to be a lot of white people that write into me and go, I love animals. I'm not that way. I agree with you, Aries. They should be left alone. So that's why I'm saying this. Not all white people. But as a species, you motherfuckers feel this need to be superior. And it drives me nuts. All right, I'm done. (laughs) Well, first of all, all that being said, I think that this explains why they made a white dude, Tarzan, king of the jungle because a black a black dude wouldn't do that shit but but again and i and i know i did this joke and i might have said it on the podcast i'm quite sure i have isn't it crazy how niggas have been associated with lions tigers apes and the jungle for so long depicted as stereotypical savages but the moment it's time to be heroic with it bring in the white man in the loincloth because he feels he can communicate with animals. <laughs> okay. The thing that would go into what you said. Yeah. I did look for any other thing besides white in that, uh, that, that, that special. That being said, where was that special at? Where was he? Where did he live? Uh, wasn't it Oklahoma or some shit? Something. I don't know if it was Oklahoma. It was, it was someplace that's, so, uh, you know, it was, uh, yeah, it was Oklahoma City because they did a parade. I remember I was watching it, and I turned on Lisa, and I said, uh, where the niggas at yeah. during the parade? And there was four black women. And I was like, where the fuck is this? And it said Oklahoma City, which we're supposed to go to. Yeah, but it's it's white. Yeah. Certain areas are really white. Listen, not to cut you off, but you just made me remember. Like, this is what I'm talking about. That one scene where they were prepping for the parade where Joe Exotic is standing on the limo with the Christmas lights yeah. around his neck. Prior to the parade, they were getting ready for the parade. And at one point, they showed the white girl in the cage with the tiger because it's a Christmas parade trying to put a Santa hat on top of the tiger. And the tiger cocked its head back like, bitch, get the fuck off this shit off me. Yeah. And, and, and I'm, I'm going, that's only something white folks would do. Let's put a tiger hat on a tiger while I'm in the cage because it's Christmas as though the tiger's name is Albert. And he knows I'm supposed to have on a, a, a Santa hat just to have all these white kids gawk at me and scream at me in a parade and take pictures with me and make noise and irritate me. What kind of arrogance do you have to have it's, it's- to think that that's what that wants? But it's it's more than being white. Okay, I'm going to say this. It has a lot to do with... For your own fucking amusement. It, it has a lot to do with money. Who can afford these things? You got money, man. No, but I'm saying... When, when, you watch, when you watch Scarface, did you question why 
uh, uh, the character was supposed to be a Cuban guy. Did you ever question why he would buy a tiger? A tiger? Someone said to me on the Instagram post, dude, it's not a race thing. You know how many narcos, how many drug cartel guys have owned exotic lions and tigers and shit like that? Mike Tyson had a tiger. First of all, Mike Tyson was crazy, so that don't count. And second of all, that is just an extension of your dick. It's those money. Drug cart- those drug cartel dudes are doing that because that's some pimp shit. Yeah, that's an extension of their pride and their dicks. It, it, it's but it's money. It's it's like having uh, it's 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 the same as if you don't even drive but you have a Ferrari because you. Nah, just have- not the same. That's a bad comparison. It, 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 you know, more people with money don't own Tigers than do. Yeah, but more people with money don't own Ferraris than do. It's, yeah, it's, but Ferraris don't maul you. No, I'm just saying, though, it's a money thing, though. It's, it's a way to show your wealth. It's a way. And, and when you have money, you have control. And when you think of control, you think of what you can control. Andy, I promise you, I promise you, if it were a fact, not not speculation, not a maybe. If it were a fact that lions, bears, tigers, and exotic animals wouldn't attack you and behave exactly as a cat and a dog would, everybody would own one. I would own one. I would own a white goddamn tiger, nigga. Get my motherfucking Cadillac clean and have a, 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 a black and white huge tiger in my passenger and my car is black. Man, that's pimp shit. So there is a desire. You have a desire. You have a desire for one. You just know that it would eat you. My, and my desire to live is bigger than my desire okay. to have a lion in my goddamn seat. Well, did you ever see this movie called Free Solo? No. White people do have a tendency to try to do what you're not supposed to do. Absolutely, you do. That's why. Absolutely. That's why. That's how you get bungee jumping invented. That's how you get skydiving sky and get uh, all the sailing things that you, people do. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that at all. But it also has to do with money and finances to be able to afford to take it to another level. To be fair, let me say this: sometimes I do envy white folks because I go, listen, I, I, I'm going skydiving. It was something that was on my bucket list because I thought, man, what a feeling to be that high in the air. What it must feel like to just be floating. It was a curiosity I always wanted to satisfy. Always wanted to go scuba diving. I went, man, again, watching National Geographic. What that's like to be in a place where it's like you're in a different world surrounded by all these beautiful different colors of life. And I did both. And I did them both once. And I'm done. So there are certain things I see white people do and I go, you know what? The white in me would like to try that. <laughs> but I only go so far. There's, there's the black in me, the black in me knows better. No, but that's what it is right there. And that that what you said knows better. Um and this is where I think it has a lot to do with money. We could say white, but we could say also say it has a lot to do with money because of this. You brought up scuba diving. You went scuba diving? Yes. You see how island people do scuba diving? Islanders, oh. people, people who live on the island. Uh, I, I, I don't know what you tell me. They learn how to hold their breath for two to three minutes and they go underwater or they snorkel because they have to be in control. They don't leave it up to technology. They don't leave it. I'm, I'm not saying all islanders. I said, but there's a, right. like the people, real islanders learn how to hold their breath. They learn how to go underwater for a period of time. They uh, they do snorkeling so that they are always in control, not technologies in control, not a tank, an air tank. There's too many things that can go wrong with that. I want to be in control right. of my destiny, which is why I only did it once. So what I'm just saying is this has a lot to do with people who are have surpassed their control of their destiny. They have enough money. They have enough support. They have enough. And so this other stuff they can spend their money on. Is how they get off. It's you know I'm not. Uh, I, 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 this is probably not the right example, but you know I just read something about Jordan the other day about his gambling, and then when they were talking about his gambling about how much money he would spend on gambling, but to get that rush of a win, Jordan couldn't win five dollars. What would that be to him? 
Grant. I was going to say, and I don't want to get off topic with this, but, you know, you know how I feel about Jordan. But also, again, you just said it. What people would consider an absurd amount of money to, to, to regular folk, that's nothing to him. Right. And then he also said, look, man, you only have a problem if you're putting things at risk. If I was putting my kids at risk, their college tuition, the mortgage, then yeah, I got a problem. But for somebody like me who got money to burn, and as long as I'm not putting my family at risk, fucking mind your business. Right, so that's not hurting, but you have to take it up a level. You brought up Tyson. You said Tyson was crazy, but Tyson Tyson was considered the baddest man on the land. So for him to, what could he, could he, what could he do to control next? What could he control? That's why you get a tiger. Because I'm so bad, I can control this next level. It's it's all about control. And people with money... And white people have to have it. Well, and white people, obviously, we know this, have more power. control. Have, have... Right, and, 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 and it's power. And y'all, racially and historically, have been power hungry. Historically, they have had the power. You got to understand, you can't... No, okay, this is where, uh, as... As part of the group, even though you're not putting me in the group, but I'm in the group. And you know, this is where black people right now are about to hear you say no, what you're about to say. No, this is because you said historically. I'm about to say pandemic. Yeah. Uh, pedantic. Historically, it wasn't what, like historically when we go back hundreds of years, it wasn't about, it was white guys, but it was a different level of white guy because you, we, we have made basically two groups or three groups. We've made Brown people, black people, and white people. We've made three groups. There was a time in this country where, where if you're Irish, you came here, no one wanted you. If you were Italian, no one you wanted. And then we got to the point where it was too hard to keep up with Italians and Irish and who was white and who was European and what was this. So we just made it Brown, black, and white. But before there used to be the Kings, the monarchy, and there was a different level. You were what you could be white as you could be the whitest guy in the land, but the King was white and you didn't have the same uh, advantages that the King did. You were a peasant like everybody else. There were this historically you're right, but the power has grown through power, not all white people. This is when you say that. Not all white people. I, white people, though, have, and this is where I have to backtrack, white people get the advantage because we have gone to black, brown, and white. So now white people do get to uh, ride that uh, wake of, of whiteness. So yes, but when you say historically, historically it was different. Historically Listen, it, was, it I, was a certain kind of white person. I, I have a joke that I've been sitting on that I'm eventually going to do. And you've heard me kind of allude to it a little bit where I talk about white people dancing and their numeric system. How black people, we dance to a one, two beat. White people, y'all dance to one, 15, 17, 34, 78, 40, 146. But the real setup of that joke is about the fact that, look, black people were slaves. We had boundaries, we had rules, we had restrictions. Culturally, the way we grew up, our parents told us no. When we got out of line, we got our asses whipped. The, the system, like there's always been a system with us, culturally, that said, no, this is where the line is drawn. This is the cutoff. No, you cannot. Whereas white people, y'all have never been told no. You've always done what you wanted. You never were slaves. The rules seem to bend for y'all. As kids growing up, your parents, and again, I can hear some of the white people going, man, my parents whooped my ass. Yes, there are exceptions to the rule. But the norm is y'all get away with murder. Y'all get away with whatever you want. And because you don't have those boundaries, you don't know what repercussions are. You're not familiar with consequences. It's the reason why you guys jump off of a roof onto a ping pong table and risk becoming a paraplegic. It's the reason why I can go on Twitter or Instagram and see a, a white girl hold up a garbage bag out of the dumpster, cut a hole in the corner, and suck the juice out. It's the reason why white dudes could lay on the ground on their back and then fucking, I think you told me this one, have his boy pour milk in his mouth and a dog come and lick the milk out of his that mouth. That wasn't mine. No. Well, but it was white guys. Yeah. It's the reason why MTV's ridiculousness exists. I've seen white be- white boys play with fecal matter, piss on each other, 
Like, y'all have no boundaries. No, because you're right. Niggas, niggas, instinctively, we don't do that shit. You're correct. And what I was saying about history, this country, though, this country was built on the idea that all men were were created equal. And at that time, that meant all white men. So, yes, in this country... There's never been boundaries, and white dudes have had an open lane to do whatever they wanted to do. Maybe slavery was a good thing. No. Let me steal from Ben Carson. Because it kept niggas in check. He didn't say that. I'll be. No, no. No, he did say that he thought slavery was a good thing. He did say that. I I shit you not. Ben Carson did say that, which is why he was one of the ones that got Coon of the Year award. He did say that. I'm not making that up. Um. And I'm being funny when I say that because I'm just trying to say, hey, maybe us getting our asses kicked and being told no is the reason why we ain't jumping off roofs and on the ping pong tables. You know, it's that's it's, it's the reason why when your boy is asleep, we don't pull our pants down and fart two inches from this nigga's face and get some shit on his nose. We just, we just culturally black people, like again, white folks, I love you. I really do. I kind of halfway envy y'all because I will say this. When the curiosity is used properly, there are some beautiful things that you can explore. Listen, if they brought Jurassic Park to life for real, I'd be there. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd I'd be there. I don't think it would turn into the movie, but how could you not want to see a real-life dinosaur? How could you not? So I would be there. Um, Certain things I see white people do within history... In terms of discovery, I go, you know what? Yeah, man, I, 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 I could get into that. So there's a part of me that is white um, that wants to do some of that shit, but not enough that I'm going to go ignore my black gut, gut instincts. They, tried, they said, you know, there could be life on Mars. One day we could live on Mars. Sp- space exploration. A part of me, you know, would like to see what it's like when you leave the earth and you look at it from space. My biggest concern is what if there's an accident? Nigga, I don't want to be stuck in space. And every black person thinks like that. I don't know white people, but y'all some savages sometimes, man. Y'all are raw savages, dude. Because the boundaries aren't, you're right, the boundaries haven't limited white people. They can do and get away with most things. Uh, why, y'all like y'all, why y'all like y'all meat so bloody? Like, like it's, it's almost like y'all it t- like it tastes better. Blood. You like blood. It you tastes, like I don't like it. I like it pink. You like it well done. No, I used to like it well done, but I realized I don't like my meat that tough. I like it. I like it medium rare. I like a little bit of pink because yeah. I like some chew to it. Because as I've always said, the tastiest part of a steak to me is the fat and the gristle. Yeah, but if I they, like the chewy tender shit. If they cook it right, you get that gristle cooked nicely, and then the inside still has the pink, and that's the goal. That's cooked correctly. I don't know why people want bloody meat. I never figured that out. But hey, you never ate like carpaccio, though, have you? You never ate like raw meat? Nah, B. You ever ate snails? Escargo? Come on. I'm a nigga, nigga. Nah. <laughs> nah, man. But you say nah like that's what, but you, but you ate, hey, you ate chitlins before? I tried chitlins. <laughs> and I quickly realized that's not for me. But I'll tell you something. Again, we, we gotta go racial. Black people's affinity for chitlins and pork and hoghead cheese and pig's feet that comes from slavery. No, that we, we 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 were fed the worst and the last part of the pickings. With, without and, a doubt, and we were born. We were born into that. We were bred to like that shit. Not only that, but while you know, and, and I, since we're having this conversation, it's only fair to say this right now. Because uh, we're also still, I know we're talking about Joe Exotic and now white, but the coronavirus and the reason uh, so many black people in, in, especially in the cities right here, is because of the food that was eaten and what it's caused health wise for black people throughout the history of this country. Diabetes is hypertension, high blood pressure, all those reasons you can see right now and what it, where that actually weakens. Uh, a community that has those again, again, I think everything done in moderation and responsibly, and yes, this is coming from a dude who has thrown moderation and responsibility out the fucking window. But 
everything done responsibly in moderation is okay for you. I'm not giving up pork, nigga. I'm telling you, I bacon, sausage, ham, I love it. Pork chops, I love it. But like you said, um, in moderation. In moderation. But we don't really understand what moderation is. Because well, the other side, no, no, because the other side is this country has been so wealthy that even our poor people are wealthy compared to poor people throughout the world. It's America. We do everything better. So when you're thinking that uh, uh, you're going to go get a steak and you're only going to have one a week or one in two weeks or one a month even, a steak portion should have been like four ounces, four to five ounces. We eat a, a half a pound steak, a pound steak. We don't. Our burgers are a half a pound. Listen, I, I don't. I don't know uh, if we're done with the tiger part of it, uh, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna fade off of that just to your point, which I think ties into what I'm saying. But uh, and, and and if you got anything else to add, because I, I might want to add something else. But but just even now, I sent out a I sent out a, a, an Instagram post not too long ago, and here's one of the things I'm trying to be better with. But at the same time, in an effort to be better, I don't want to be dishonest. Again, people just say I'm, I'm beating the racial drum if I'm being honest. But when you, when I, I sent out a post and I go, this country is so fucking arrogant. We're arrogant. You know, we've always waved we're number one. And I mean, look, any, any country that has pride in itself believes they're number one. But no, we really were number one, like for real. And I go, we yell we're number one, we're the best in everything, our shit don't stink. But it's like, we ignored the warnings of 9-11, and you see what happened there. We ignored the warnings of coronavirus, and we see what happened there. And it's like, we don't take climate change seriously, and we're going to get fucked there. And it's just, this country's so fucking arrogant, it makes me sick. But I'm... If I'm being honest now, who runs this country? Not us. Not brown folks. So again, this speaks to what I'm talking about, whether it's Tiger King, whether it's the government. There's a level of white arrogance that has always been a part of this country. But again, from thinking you can control animals to wanting to control animals to thinking you can ignore warning signs about dangerous shit because you think you're superior and your shit don't stink and nothing's going to happen to you. There was just an arrogance that white people have. Not all, but a lot of y'all. And it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Yeah. Can you hear it, Andy? Yeah, well, I can hear you. Can, can you hear it? All the, all the white dudes getting mad right now? No, but... Saying, fuck this podcast. No, but they shouldn't be because when you talk about white arrogance, okay, first of all, you have to go to the inception of the country, uh, the, the actual country, the, which, which, which is the Constitution. And, it, and the, the hypocrisy behind that, that all men were created equal, and then black people were left out of that, black men. Because it wasn't women either, it was men. And black men were just left completely out of that. So the arrogance is already established from the beginning. So if you're getting your feelings hurt... You're fucked up because that's established from the beginning. What do we do about it now is the part. And when you said uh, historically and then you say the thing about the government, the option is, though, to change the way the government works, to change the people that are in power. That's what we're really lousy at. But just for the record, and I'm asking you for the record, and if you disagree, you disagree. Am I wrong in my assessment? Like, like. Like, black people don't run this country. All the dudes in position of power are, are mostly dominant old white men and probably throwing some white women in there. There's a couple of niggas in there, but let's be honest. The real power players, the real motherfuckers that are calling the shots, it ain't, it ain't people of color. Well, you're, ex- you're right because you have to go back to the way the country's started. And black people didn't come over here on the Mayflower to be a productive part of this society. When they came over, uh, they came over later and as slaves. So just from that alone... We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock. 
What are you doing with us? Exactly. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. Yeah, that was good. Uh, but but that but that's the point. So there's a head start that's given, and so naturally, naturally, not naturally like it's acceptable. Naturally, like in the law of the jungle, the people who get there first and establish their wealth and their prosperity can continue to pass that on, and that's what's happened. But you can chip and erode uh, and, and wear that down. And we're, we're, I would think that we're in a place where you see that happening when, you know, when you see a, a Muslim woman being elected to Congress, did, that couldn't happen. That couldn't even happen probably 25 years ago. That couldn't happen 20 years ago. When I say probably couldn't, it hadn't happened. So we are at a point now where things are changing, but the change doesn't happen overnight. And but that but wait, I gotta finish this. But when we go back to the drawing board and our options for our new president are both 70 plus year old white men, which direction did we run? Two steps forward, five backwards. I I don't care, you know, I, I know a lot of black people like Biden because he sat next to Obama. But we're talking about chairs, not leadership. His chair was next to Obama's. He has a mixed history. Uh, I hear a lot about, you know, I, I go back to Bernie because I hear a lot of people will call him out and say, well, he didn't make changes. He's been a lifetime politician. He's said the same thing for his whole career as a lifetime politician, but fighting for the little dude, not ever getting a lot passed because no one agreed with him. And today, his his ideas ideas that Elizabeth Warren also uh, was putting out are the ideas that the Democratic Party has to have picked up because that's the movement. So the idea that things can change are changing, but the fear of the change is why we run back to 70-plus-year-old white men. I know Bernie was one of those too, but he advocated different than that group of white establishment. <laughs> So I want to say, go ahead, go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. I'm on my soapbox. I, I, I want to say one more thing, uh, and I and I don't want to come off like I'm defending it, but I just want to make sure that I'm being clear with it, um, because again, I I've always prided myself on honesty, and and honesty again it can be a good thing and it can hurt you too because honesty turns people off, um, and I'm sure that I've done that. At times, I'm probably, I'm probably doing it right now. But but just to be clear, again, to the white folks that understand, to the white folks that have listened to this podcast from day one and have followed it, I have a hard time believing you don't get what I'm saying. But just to make it clearer, let me say this again. In terms of, like, you know, the stereotypes. Not all black men have big dicks. Not all black girls have fat asses. Not all white dudes have little dicks. Not all white people are racist, but if we're being honest about what we say and feel, these thoughts, these natural instincts, they, they exist for a reason. And excuse me, and just like, again, when I read all the comments in regards to the Tiger King, sometimes you forget until you hear a lot of people echo what you say and what you feel. And so many black people echoed the same thing. Again, it's like it's it's like I know for the O.J. Simpson verdict, we didn't celebrate a black man killing two white people. We celebrated a black man beating the system. No, we know O.J. did that no, shit. See, I, I disagree wait, 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 with wait, wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. I just, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Because what I really want to say is past that. Okay. Again, when O.J. got convicted the second time for theft in Vegas. Stealing back his own shit because someone robbed him. Every black person, including myself, a lot of black people went, this nigga. Because again, nigga, you killed two white people and you got away. You were supposed to go leave, nigga. You were supposed to go on an island. You won. Collect your chips. You beat the house. But he stayed and kept betting. And one thing about white folks is history has shown us they don't forget. They, 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 they don't play even. Their, their, their feelings are delicate. So when they lose, rules get changed. So the fact that this nigga got convicted and the crime didn't fit the punishment. 
nigga, stole your own shit, stole back your own shit. How did 47 years? That was for you got away with killing two white folks, nigga. We got you now. So I know if there's a black dude, I saw OJ in them cuffs get out that van in Las Vegas when he got busted. I went, this nigga. So if I'm saying it, and I'm black, you gonna convince me that they ain't white folks that, that didn't go, this nigga. We got this nigga. Or, or, or call them the N-word, especially when he got off the first time. So come on, man. Okay. I, 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 I'm not saying all, but let's be honest. Let's just be honest about the feelings. Um, okay, going back to what you said about OJ. And, you know, obviously, I'm a, I, I don't fall under black. So maybe I'm wrong for what I said, what I'm about to say. I felt when I saw black people cheering for OJ getting off, I felt that they were cheering because a black man was finally treated in the eyes of the law like a rich black man was treated like a rich white man. That's what I saw. That the law doesn't necessarily work, but the law works evenly. That's what I saw. I didn't think about it as they were they were, they were like glad that he got off, got away with it. I felt like they were they were they saw the system actually work the same way for a black man as it works for a white man. We just we're saying the same thing, same thing, thing just but in, in a little different way uh, because and yeah, reason, but it's the same thing. Yeah, but the At reason the why the day, it's, it's the reason why it's important to me. Have you seen? Uh, did you see Black Godfather yet? No, I did not. Okay, when you see that, we need to talk about that. But um, there's something that I think gets missed, and I, I, I'm I, I Corona. I'm going to live through. If I live through the coronavirus, great. So I'm going to start saying the things the way that I feel uh, without trying to edit it to make everybody feel better. Um, I think it's time to stop worrying about what white people get. And obviously you need to know what white people are getting, but decide what every, and this is have, this isn't just black. This is a uh, Brown. This is every, every group needs to worry about what they want. Not what other people are getting, but what they want. Because if you see something, and this is it's very important, and you'll see this in the movie. Um, his point was never about what other people are getting. It was about that if you're a black man and you're doing the same function as a white dude, you shouldn't have to do it to prove yourself and do it for less. You should be getting the same thing that the white guy gets or that the whatever it didn't make a difference if they were white if they were brown if they were if that's what the value of the business is you get the same thing and instead of i think we do a lot of pointing at this person gets this this person gets know what they get so when you have the opportunity to ask for it to get it that you can get that but his point and he always got he always got his people the value of what everyone else was the standard in the, in, in the industry. And I just see his point of this guy gets this, this guy gets that, that guy. And I'm not talking about black people versus white people. I'm talking about people as human beings. We're always worried about what the other person's getting, what the other, we order dinner, we go to a restaurant and this is very normal. You go to a restaurant, you order your food because you like what you want, because you like what you saw on the menu and you look and you look at everybody else's food. Like, what did they get? How, oh man, I, maybe I should have got that. Maybe I should. This is how we live our lives. We're looking at what everybody else has, what everybody else is driving, what everybody else does. We need to look at what we want. And we need to know what our value is. And we need to demand that. To quote, to quote the great, iconic Chris Rock, who I've always said, doesn't necessarily make me laugh, but I get his genius. Here's a piece of his genius. Barack Obama was great, but true equality in America is being able to have a nigga president that's just as dumb and just as, uh, um, I always fuck up this word. Uh, incompetent? Incompetent as George Bush. That's when we've reached true equality. When a nigga can be that bad and still have his job. But, and this is where history becomes interesting. Did you see how much smarter George Bush looked as, in the interviews that they've been running? Recently? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Look what he's up against. Yeah, but when he started talking about 
pandemics and even though he talked about it with that George Bush pan- banter that that the the, right. the that draw. Yeah. It, it it you you went, "Oh, look, that was intelligent." So yes, that would be the minimum intelligence that I want. Yes. Hey nigga, after you after you've gotten full blown AIDS, you realize <laughs> gonorrhea ain't so bad. <laughs> Uh, where are we at time wise? Uh, yeah, we're right there, man. We're almost at an hour right now. Um, oh, really? We're not at an hour we're over. We're at uh, how much time we got? Fifty-seven minutes. Oh well, shit! There we go. That's that's yeah, that's it. But but now. but we you know we started this off to be about Joe Exotic, and we went really all the way around. So let's just finish no, it up. But on the, but the, but the, but, the, but the through line is still the it's same. It's there, but let, but let's finish up on that because it was what, what was was eleven episodes or something like that? Nine episodes. That, yeah. All right. So seven, seven, seven episodes. It felt like nine, yeah. dude. It felt. Like, <laughs> it was. Uh, we didn't talk about all the characters, which is fine. The woman who got her arm ate off and went to work in a couple days after they cut her arm. Yeah, off. like, like, like again. Now that woman was Asian, so I don't know what that's about. That's the but work ethic. That's an Asian work ethic. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> she had to get back to work, uh, but. Did you like it? Overall, would you recommend it to the people listening to watch that series? Again, it's one of those things where it was it was cool once. Dude, I'm telling you, I could watch The Sopranos yeah. any place, anytime. There are times when I go, I'm in a mood. I'm going to go get my Jersey Mike's number nine Italian sub. I'm going to grab my salt and vinegar chips. I'm going to get my drink, and I'm purposely going to go watch The Sopranos. I make a date with myself. I'm going to make some pasta with linguine and shrimp and some crab and sausage and I'm going to get some garlic and some Parmesan cheese and I'm Italian for the next four hours. I, Tiger King, I, you know, once was good. I'm good. Well, I, I got it, but you telling the people, go ahead and watch it then. People listening to us right now, you're saying, you're yeah, saying, I mean, go, go check it out. It's, 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 uh, if there was no, cor- of- if there was no coronavirus and we weren't locked up in our house, would you, would you have watched that whole thing? I would have, but it would have took a year. Okay. So Joe Exotic has actually benefited from coronavirus. I just want to point out that there's another white man benefiting from the pain. Hey, man. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, it was, it was a, yeah, you know. I just wanted to get uh, to just, that, oof. but you guys, you guys, it is interesting. There is a there's a gun death in it that we didn't even bring up because I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's multiple gun deaths, but some are on people and some are on animals. So. Uh, Watch yeah. it. It, it, it. Yeah. If you have, if you're, if you're at home and you don't have anything else to do, I highly recommend watching it just so you know what everybody else is talking about. But and, and listen, listen. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I just don't recommend you taking a picture and then putting your face on Joe Exotic's face like a thousand comedians did this last. Yeah, time. I, I didn't understand that when I first saw who did that. Uh, Joe Rogan. Everybody did it. Was, uh, uh, Brandon, Fra- Brandon, the dude, and, and uh, Brian. Talent. Um, you know, but, but they, that's to be expected. Yeah, because what they were doing it for their podcast too, because they were having some of the guests on. I got it, but it, it was like, I don't know. It was just like it was like it, it became hack within one day. That's why it was it, it bothered me. Well, but, again, let me just say, I, I'm, I'm a fan of wild animals. I really am, uh, and, and and I feel like a hypocrite a little bit because I go to zoos, man. I love to see an alligator up close. I love to see a, 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 an ape and a, and a lion up close. But I don't enjoy the fact that they've been slaverized. Slave, slave All right. I don't like the fact they've been taken from their natural habitat and they're made for people's amusement and people gawk at them and act like fucking... They, we act more like animals than they do. Well, let me... Wa- my whole thing is this. And I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'll let you end it. I know everybody can't afford a plane ticket to Africa because it's expensive. And everybody can't afford to go on a safari. That's the best way to do it, man. You know, everybody wins. You get to see the wild animals up close without them being in cages and ripped from their, the, the parents and all that slave shit. 
And if you can't afford to go on a safari, stay your motherfucking ass at home and watch that shit on TV. Here's the moral of the story. White people, mind your motherfucking business. Okay, let me... Everything ain't your business. I'm going to whiten it up for you. I'm going to make it I'm going to make it white people's business. You ready? Oh. A lot of animals that are in the zoo are animals, not a lot, but some. And I don't have the numbers, so and remember, oh, I'm going with this, but go ahead. Injured animals, animals that weren't going to survive in the wild, animals that are studied so that they can benefit the animals that are in the wild does happen from the people who study animals at the zoo. I mean, I don't think that most of the people who work at a zoo, I think they're like you. They're fans of, uh, of animals. They're animal lovers. And they want the best for them. They want it, but they're doing it. Like SeaWorld, I didn't agree with because it is – you can't put an orca in a, in a, in a, in a fishbowl. That, that, I, I see where the – and they captured them. They went out to take uh, mammals that were out in the world and living a regular life, and they stole them from that. That's, that's a lot different. Uh, but I do see some like the, the polar bears don't have uh, are losing their um, natural habitat. So for them to get an artificial habitat so that we can study them and see what we can do to bring them back, that's different. Uh, there is reasons why you would have. I, I don't think we need a zoo in every little city uh, that has that, that can't afford a nice zoo that is putting animals in bad situations. I understand that, but there does need to be some study of animals. Yes. Well, I know, I know some people will take animals because, look, if we didn't, they're on the verge of extinction. I, I think it said in the special, uh, there's... Less than 6,000 uh, or 5,000. There, there's only 4,000 in the wild. Right. There are 10,000 in captivity. So, again, if we didn't do some interference, they would be extinct. And, and look... Uh, I know in certain countries, continents, yes, people hunt animals for the food. They eat the meat. They maybe use the skins. If it's for survival, fine. I get that. But hunters, are there black hunters? Of course there are. They used to, Charles Barkley would call Carl Malone a black redneck. Carl Malone called himself a black redneck. So there are exceptions to the rules. But for the most part, when you see those pictures online, dead elephants, rhinos, giraffes, lions, who's always the dude holding the gun next to it? White dudes. Hunting is a white man's sport. I'm sure there's some niggas that do it. But for the most part, it's a white man's sport. And again, this idea of having to kill, violence, dominate, curiosity, nosy, play God, power. That's not something we do. Dude, everybody That's hunted. That's something we all do. There was a time when everybody hunted. We didn't have grocery stores. I just said it. If you're hunting for survival, for food, for clothes, I get it. But just to go, look what I did. I shot this. I killed this. And put a, head, a trophy head on your wall? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man. That's different. But then there's the other side. Deers. If you don't hunt deers and take a major part of the deer population out every year, they overpopulate and they starve to death. And they run out and just traffic and kill people. There's an overpopulation of deers. So what do you... you COVID-19 know? is the new shotgun. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'm just going to... I'll throw this out at the very end. Um, when I'm talking about people that, of, of a certain age still running this country... Um, God, I shouldn't even say this. Okay, it's too late. It's too late. It's out. Uh, people of a certain age run this country, uh, which were the baby boomers, which haven't made way to the next generations to, to run the country, to adapt to a new world that we're living in. And then something like this comes out and wipes out a bunch of people. Is this nature getting rid of a bunch of people? Because they've reached it. And I know this sounds cruel, and I don't mean it to sound cruel. Take your emotions out. If you're personally connected to anybody that's passed away from this, I apologize. That's not my intent. My intent is nothing but science and no emotion whatsoever towards the individual. Cause it's not about the individual. Is that nature's way of eliminating an older group that needed to be, and I'm not saying needed to be as in, I don't like these people, 
I'm just saying that this is an older group and nature has taken them out. Is it, is it nature's way? I'm not just some other shit. I, no, I just threw and it out there. I just threw it out there. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I've always said that. But is it nature? I just is threw it, it out there. You could you could put nature. You could put what you could put the conspiracy theory on. You could do whatever you want with it. I'm just saying. It, it attacked it attacked a different group of people. Just curious. You know, we see these movies about population control. And it, it's supposed to be true. I'm I'm not trying to start a conspiracy theory. I'm just saying it, it, it's a little weird. The whole the whole world is on pause right now. You 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 know I know you've heard of Doctor CB right? Yeah. CB Sebi CB uh, CB uh, Nipsey Hussle who was doing the documentary yeah. on him and then air quotes died yeah was murdered. Uh, he is not the only Nick one. Cannon. Okay, but Nick Cannon has taken over. And Nick Cannon has said he's received death threats. I saw uh, a preview of it on Facebook. And at one point, I guess Nick Cannon was on Dr. CB's grounds of his compound. And Dr. CB said to him, do you know what's under your feet? And I'm doing a bad accent. This nigga, he's not, I don't know if he's African or whatever black he is. It ain't this accent, but I got to do an accent. Do you know what's under your feet? Medicine. Meaning, nigga, you're walking on medicine. What's in the ground, what's natural, nature, God created, is a cure for whatever we have. You know, I drink these green teas, man, that I get from Whole Foods. And it says on the box, man prescribes, God cures. So that being said, whether it's cancer HIV, whatever disease, whatever ailment you have, bacteria, virus, all of what we need to cure it has nothing to do with pharmaceutical, nothing to do with a doctor's prescription. So when you say it's nature's selection, I go, is it? Or is like every other theory, AIDS was created by the government, Tuskegee Airmen injected black men with syphilis. Coronavirus. Is this is this just big government, big pharmaceutical doing population control, or is this nature? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. that's probably the safest answer you should give. I I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm a comic. I was just throwing out something that if you have eyes and you see what's happening, how you can't ask these questions. I'm not saying my question has validity. I'm just saying, how can you not ask them? That was it. Do you think there's a problem when they called it the 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 China virus? Did you have a problem with people saying China virus? The only person I knew to say it was Trump. Well, he said he didn't even but, say it. So other people in the White House group said it. Well, we yes, I do. Yes, I do. You do, and we, and we do you call it Chinese that. food? Yeah. So was it racist then to call it Chinese food? As long as I see them motherfuckers eat it with sticks, it's Chinese food. But when it was the Spanish flu, did the, the, how come it was the Spanish flu? When it's a hurricane, why is it always named after a black woman? What was the last hurricane? Katrina. That, I know white girls named Katrina. Yeah, and they all fuck niggas. <laughs> all right, nigga. That's it, man. <laughs> We're out. Uh, <laughs> we have emails to get to still. We got, we're probably going to throw some episodes around. So we'll see what happens here. All right, man. Uh, as always, stay safe, y'all. Um, and, and, and white folks, mind your motherfucking business. Coronavirus. <laughs> Can you feel it, baby?